been a couple weeks uh, i was gonna do one last week and life got in the way that didn't happen so uh here we are we're talking ufc fight night uh covington versus woodley uh highly anticipated bout a lot of heat behind it a lot of gimmicks depending on what you believe um a lot of race wars yeah i think for sure they were trying to hype up that aspect of this fight but oh big time Besides that, though, this actually had a lot of really good fights on this card. Um, definitely a lot of intriguing fights for sure. So we'll start at the, at the beginning. We got Kevin Holland taking on Darren Stewart. This was probably the best fight of the night. I mean, these guys came out and just fucking threw for at least the first two rounds. The third round, I think there was some takedowns involved, but... This just looked like two guys in a street just going at it. I mean, they were swinging and going hell for leather the entire fight. Yeah, I think this was the most competitive fight of the night for sure. These guys were going back and forth. Like you said, Mike, um, Stewart dominated the last round. That's why I think he should have won. But even Holland himself said it could have been a draw, that he wants to run it back. That's what he told Dana White. Yeah, I think the first two rounds were so close. It it was hard to it could they could have went either way. Yeah, you know. But Stewart definitely won that last round. He dom he got on top of him, and you know he was ground and pounding him. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no question. We all saw the same fight. Uh, usually, my opinions differ, and I see somebody whooping somebody's ass. But this time, this time, uh, it was it was a good it was a good war. These guys were definitely throwing that leather. Um, it didn't seem like neither one w- uh, wanted to back down. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think uh, – I don't remember seeing anybody get rocked um, and uh, another guy and the other one just taking advantage. Sure. Um, I'm, I'm not sure I, if they – I think in the first round, Holland did got – he didn't get, like, rocked, but he got, like, Tag. woken up. He got hit right, like, right on the button, and he kind of – yeah, he got tagged hard. I think the question of okay. the fight... I don't, I don't remember seeing that part. I think the question is... Go ahead. Go ahead. Do, you, do you value... How much stake or value do you put in striking difference versus takedowns? Because Holland outstruck him uh, 163 to 97, but Stewart got three takedowns and Holland didn't get any mm-hmm. takedowns. So how much do you value the wrestling part of this over the striking part of it? And I guess... It really comes down to control and um, how much damage you take on the ground. Go ahead, Rich. That's that's what I was going to say, Mike. I think, like, like you see these fights and some of these fools get, like, flash takedowns where the guy trips, but then they fucking get back right back to their feet or they're against the cage and they're, yeah. they're kind of fighting off the cage or something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, the control factor to me is what it is. Like, if you take somebody down, even if you take them down on the side of the cage, yeah. And you're controlling them and you're fucking having their back or you're keeping them like Khabib does against the cage and, and he's traps that foot with his legs. Yeah. To me, that's a takedown. To me, that's control. Like, right. you know, and then, you know, the striking thing, I think, you know, the way they, the way they judge the striking versus the, the takedown, somebody could be getting fucked up and then get a couple takedowns at the end, legit takedowns. And then the fucking round goes to them, you know? Right. Yeah. I think the significant strikes were a little closer though, too, is, yeah. Seven, 74 to 57. Right. So, but then the takedowns definitely, um, I think it was the second round. He got like one that was real quick, but he, mm-hmm. I mean, he picked him up and kind of dropped him on his head. So, I mean, yeah. I would still say that was a takedown. Yeah. And then in the third round, he took him down and like he was on him the whole time. I think I did say Holland won the fight in my eyes. Cause I think Ryan and I were talking shit from the very get go. Yeah. Yeah. You did. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. uh, it was a close fight for sure, and these guys were, were definitely – they were going for it. Um, the next fight was Mackenzie Dern taking on Ronda Marcos. Um, look, here's the thing. Ronda Marcos has not won two fights in a row uh, ever. Ever. UFC. And they were trying to keep it on 
on the feet. Mackenzie Dern went for a roundhouse and slipped and fell. And I thought Marcos fucked up big time by engaging her on the ground. She should have let her get back up and keep this fight on her feet. That's the only chance she had against her. And she didn't do that. And Mackenzie Dern just basically got all over her like a spider, got her in a um, – what was, it? what was that, an armbar? Arm, armbar, yeah. Yeah. There was a couple of situations going on there, but, yeah, that ended up being an armbar. The transitional game from Mackenzie Dern, though, was just second to none. Yeah, phenomenal. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Um, she just – I mean, she made quick work of Rondos. I think this was – this ended in the first round, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's time for Marcos to uh, go to Bellator. Or <laughs> – here we Fair go. Enough, We're gonna, cool. You're going to hear that a few times on this podcast, probably when we talk about the main event. But, um, yeah, she's she's 10 and 10 now. Why is she still in the UFC? Yeah, she like you said, she fucked up by trying to take it to the ground. You know, that's Dern's, like, home right there. And yeah. she showed her why, like, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> She absolutely. dominated her. You know, it wasn't even close. Yeah. I mean – the funny thing is, is uh, Zombie Greg, who is a jiu-jitsu guy, um, mm-hmm. I think he picked Randa Marcos. Did he? And, did, I think. And I was, was really surprised by that pick because, um, you know, as as you guys know, um, 99.9% of these fights always go to the ground. I mean, except for some big, giant guys who are throwing some fucking right. leather. Um you know, these fights go down go down to the ground. And as soon as it went down, I fucking knew it. I picked Mackenzie Dern's fine ass to fucking win that fight. So there's no way there's no there's no way she could lose to fucking somebody like Randa Marcos because she's way too damn fine. Um, <laughs> you like that little salsa it, dancing it, it, she it was, was doing at the end? The transitions were fucking beautiful, like you said, Mike. Uh she went from arm she went from triangle to arm bar to almost knee bar to fucking she went from her back to mount and then from mount switched over to the head and grabbed that nasty fucking arm bar Mm -hmm. and i mean marcos marcos's arm was fucking upside she was defending it well at first you know she was knowing what to do but it was just too too deep too too late and too deep and it was funny because the announcers were like, oh, yeah, they were talking about her jiu-jitsu, of course, saying, like, I could watch that all day. And I'm thinking in my head, too, yeah, I could watch that all day, too. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't. <laughs> I was saying, uh, you guys had been, like uh, her little salsa dancing at the end, dude. Oh, She's yeah. down, dude. Not even a question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the next fight, oh, this was a weird one. Johnny Walker taking on Ryan Spawn. And the hype train has derailed for Johnny Walker. He really needed this win. And these guys come out throwing in the beginning, and Walker goes down like a sack of shit. Very, very sloppy. His technique was all over the place. At one point, they hit each other, and they both kind of fall down. I don't even know how Ryan Spawn – how did he end up on the ground? Do we remember this? Um, he was kind of rocked. They both got rocked in uh, Johnny kick? Walker. No, when they both hit each other. And okay. then – but Johnny Walker, he, he like, fell all the way down, and that dude just stumbled on the cage. Yeah, yeah. And then Johnny Walker got up, and he got on him. And that's when he – he was up against the cage, but then he just started – uh, punching him in the face, and then he that elbow right to the temple was knocked him out, and that was the end of him. Yeah. And then I think his corner, Spawn's corner, was saying it was a legal hit to the back of the head. He yeah. didn't even stay for the the hand raise. He didn't shake Johnny Walker's hand. He just walked out of the cage, pissed off. I thought that was pretty chicken shit of him. Um, yeah, Walker Did didn't that, do anything illegal. No, it was all to the side of the head. Yeah. It was all legal. It was all legit. He was just mad because he had him rocked. He had the fight won, and then he ends up getting fucked up. Yeah, he totally did. Um, uh, randomly, I saw a YouTube video of Herb, Herb Dean explaining the back of the head, how they punch. And if mm-hmm. you do like a T like this with your hands, mm-hmm. that's and then you put your uh, whatever, your dominant hand, 
if you put it at the base of your neck and then and then put your other hand on top of your fingers that's mm -hmm. what they consider back of the head right and then the rest is fair game so okay. those were completely legal strikes mm -hmm. uh johnny walker uh i is fucking sloppy as fuck there's no way he can fight anybody in the top no uh, eight, nine, uh, yeah. seven. No. Yeah, he'll he'll get fucked up, dude. Uh, he was a uh, force at the beginning, and then he did that weird shit with his shoulder, and then he. You mean when got he was doing out. the worm and he popped his yeah. shoulder out? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This doing time when he won, he just sat there. Up. He hasn't been the same since then. Yeah, a totally different guy. Just a fucking. Yeah, I mean. You know, I, I like his enthusiasm. I like how he's kind of a weird, kind of strange guy. A lot of those guys are, but yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he can't fight nobody in the top ten, dude. He'll get fucking rocked. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either, man. I mean, he was talking like he's improved so much, and um, you know, he's ready to take on top ten competition now, and the hype train's back. He didn't do the worm after. He did a little meditation thing yeah. in the middle. Uh -huh, of the I did see that. In the cage, so because yeah, he don't want to hurt himself again. Absolutely, but uh, I I think he still has that knockout power. I yeah. mean, I do like his um, you know, his personality. You know, he's exciting, but he's that was super sloppy, and I agree he would he'd get fucked up by a top ten, top eight guy. So, someone said a, a good fight for him next, and I, I think this is true. If they're gonna let Anthony Smith fight again. And I think him against Anthony Smith would be a good test for him to at least see if he can hang with somebody. I would say Anthony Smith is hanging around the bottom half of that top 10. And I'm looking at the rankings right now. And he, Anthony Smith is number eight. Johnny Walker is number 11. So I think that would be a good test for him. I think that would be a good fight yeah, to make. That would be a good matchup. You know, and it would be a real good test for Anthony Smith because if he can't beat this I mean, kid, I mean uh, – uh... Yeah. Go ahead, Rich. Yeah, statistically, I think uh, that'd be a good fight. I think statistically that'd be a good fight because of their rankings. Yeah. Um, but I think Anthony Smith is done, dude. I like it. He just doesn't have the fire, the, the fire in his belly. That's what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, kind of like Tyron Woodley, which we're gonna speak on later. Yeah. Um, it, it just, it just, it, I'm just, you know, every podcast we talk about it, I just say the same shit. It's like. <laughs> it's like after the fucking um, the home invasion, I think yeah. life got put in perspective, and he just kind of was like, "Dude, it's not fucking worth it, dude." You know, but I mean, I don't know. He he, I think he fought tough against John Jones, and then um, John Jones illegally fucking need him. Yeah, and then and then he fucking you know he did, wasn't gonna be a pussy and win the fight that way, so he got up, and he was fucked up from that, and I think he got some CTE from that. Yeah. Because he was he was fucked up, dude. You know, right? Yeah, it was illegal. <clears throat> okay, so speaking of people that do have the fire, <clears throat> listen, I you know I didn't like the way Hamzat Jamayoff going into this was talking a lot of shit on um, uh, GM three. You know, he pretty much had no respect for him. I don't think the UFC had a lot of respect for GM three. He's not no he's not no chump. Fighting. No, definitely not. But man, the fucking hype is real for this kid, dude. <laughs> yeah, he goes in there, <laughs> and I thought GM three looked a little bit hesitant to engage. He circled to his power right, and Hamzat just hit him with what one fucking straight right. It wasn't even an overhand; it was a straight right. Mm -hmm. Knocked him. Oh. Yeah, it was like a, a right hook. straight hook or some yeah. was weird, it a hook? weird yeah. shit. Okay, I thought I thought it might have been a straight right, but it was like over it was it was a little over the top, but then he like straightened it out at the end and it was like fucking Dude, it was perfect. so quick. That motherfucker was sent straight to the shadow realm, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean he was seeing Tweety Birds and stars and everything around his head. Seventeen seconds, I mean he wow, dude. Um, and this guy's calling out everybody. He, I mean, he called out Usman. He called out Masvidal. He called out, uh, I think Poirier. he called out yeah, Poye, Connor. 
Damian Maya. Damian Maya is supposed to be the fight they're making next, but Dana's like, I, I've never seen Dana so enamored with the guy in all my life. Uh, he said he might get him another fight before he even fights Damian Maya. Fuck. And, and this fight was in a 185 weight class, and this guy's weighing in at, you know, 175, and, and he's just jumping between all these weight classes. And uh, destroying everybody. I mean, what, I don't know if you guys have the exact numbers, but his, la- his three fights in the UFC, he's outstruck all his components combined, like 165 to four or something like that, dude. Damn. All finishes, too. Yeah. First so, round. So fucking, uh, you said his name, they call him GM3 or whatever the fuck, right? Yeah. He, he was like, 35 and 13 and like seven, right? Yeah. And fucking Hamzat was eight and oh. Mm-hmm. This guy had fucking 19,000 times more fights than him and yeah. gets fucking shadow realmed in 17 seconds. Yeah. I honestly think that GM3 is still in the realm and I think he's sitting on the throne as the top realm master because I don't think I've seen, well, he's going to have to debate that with, um, with uh, with fucking uh, Overeem because Overeem got knocked out nasty that one fight too. But... <laughs> Overeem but been knocked out nasty many times. Yeah, <laughs> point. But not as bad, not as nasty as Ngannou's uppercut. I'll just tell you that that was fucking nasty. But anyway, you know, at the end of the year, we're we're gonna have to do an episode just on finishes and we'll rank them. <laughs> I love that fun That's one, cool. dude. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I was I was hoping for GM three to fucking show some shit and uh. This guy is really the truth. And, like, what I love about him is he, he might it might sound cocky and it might be, like, it's not even really over the top. He's just, like, he's like, bitch, I'm Russian, and I'll eat your face, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I you think know? so, too. He's not, he's not over the top, like, talking mad, like, about people's wives and shit or their, their religion or, you know, anything like that. He's just keeping it, like, he's confident. And he should be. He's fucking – he's a beast, dude. He's scary. He's good on his feet, and he's good on the ground. This guy's going to be fucking a force to be reckoned with, I think. I was talking a lot of shit at this post-fight – or the pre-fight press conference to – he said he was going to take his uh, black belt, and he was going to make him retire after this fight. And, but, I mean, that's just standard fight hype, you know, talk. So, I, I get it. You got to do what you got to do, but – this kid's the real deal. I mean, shit. I, I still want to see how he can react when deep in deep waters because it seems like there's a lot of these kids, they hot shot to the top. They encounter somebody who kind of knows their way around and, and, and they can't weather the storm once they don't finish it quickly. Um, yeah. So that'll, that'll be interesting. I mean, Sean O'Malley ran into that problem, you know? And that was round one. Yeah, but I think this guy is this guy is like a sav- like he's a like top wrestler. I think it was where's he from? Finland or Switzerland? He was a national champion. Sweden. Free- yeah, Sweden, freestyle a national wrestling champion. Yeah. Dude, and then now you can see he can he throws blows. I think this guy's well-rounded. I think where Sugar is like he's all stand-up kicks, you know, shit like that. Yeah. I would like to see uh, Hamzat Masvidal, like in a, in a in a perfect world, in a dream world. Damn. I I would like to see him face somebody that's real like that. Like, not to say that GM three isn't real, because yeah, I mean, in the num- the amount of fights he's had and the experience he has in the octagon, but it's like, dude, that, <laughs> when yeah. you put somebody away like that, you, you should jump like four or five spots. I mean, who else is down there? Who else is like who was who's like six five six. Four, five, six. Who's that? What, what division? Because he's um, jumping weight classes, dude. Middleweight. Oh, point. Probably middleweight, I would say. Or, well, nah, probably welterweight. The, okay, so the most he's called out is, is Usman, who's welterweight. So, Damian Maia is a good fight for him because Damian Maia is number seven. So, uh, you know, he beats at him. Middleweight. At middleweight? At welterweight. At 185? No, oh, okay. the, uh, 170. 170. 85 Adesanya. I mean, Maya's done, dude. Oh, he could feed Chris Weidman to him. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Weidman. He would fuck him up. Chris Weidman is ranked uh, number nine. So there you go. 
Or That's you know gross. what? Marvin Vittori's been begging for a fight. Throw him. Oh, in I'd like to see that. All right, yeah, get oh, that buff guy yeah. out there. Let's see what he yeah. does. Yeah, that could be good. So the next fight was Cowboy Cerrone taking on Nico Price. The story of the fight was Nico Price eye poking Cowboy Cerrone like nine thousand times, <laughs> enough to where he got a, a point deducted, and that was pretty much the difference in the fight. Mm-hmm. It ends up being a majority draw. One person had the fight for Cowboy. The other two called it a draw. I thought Nico Price would have won that fight if he didn't get those eye pokes in there. I agree. He started off strong, and Donald looked like he was going to go out again in the first round, but yes. he weathered the storm. And, uh, yeah, those eye pokes, that's what did it. it, it without that without that point, I think uh, Nico Orlando Bloom Price wins that fight. And I think Donald Cowboy needs to hang it up for sure. Well, Dana in the post-fight presser was like, they're like, hey, so you think, uh, you know, Cerrone, this could have been like six losses in a row. Like, what do you think? And he's like, well, I know he's going to hate me to say this, but I think it's time to have a talk with him. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, I saw that too. (laughs) So. um, He's going to Bellator. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, so I agree. Uh, Nico Price definitely fucked up uh, Cerrone in that first round. It was not even a question. Mm-hmm. Hands down. I thought Cerrone was going out. But that just goes to show to the toughness of Cerrone and what he's done his whole career um, to take those kind of shots and to battle through that uh, adversity, uh, except for by Conor McGregor, of course. I'm just throwing that in there. Um <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, seriously, like, Cowboy is one of those names where, I mean, unfortunately, he's like the gatekeeper. Like, if you, if you say you have a win against Cerrone, you know, that's, that's a pretty good notch in your belt, I would say, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't if, think if, so anymore. If they want to continue to keep fighting him. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's so it's lost, like, badly in the last, what? Five fights before this one? Yeah. Really badly. Yeah. Not just close. Like, yeah, yeah, fucked up. Well, the other one, the, the one that really stands out is where he had his, like, orbital broken or his nose, and he blew his nose and everything puffed up. Yeah. And they had to stop the fight. I mean, if he wouldn't have blew his nose, he would have kept fighting. He probably would have got fucked up more. But probably that's the one that really stands out to me. Yeah. This brings us to the main event, uh, Tyron, Black Lives Matter, Woodley, taking on Colby, uh, Trump 2020, Covington. MAGA. MAGA. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the storyline of this whole fight was. I mean, I got to say, not to get political on here, but. Oh, shit. Here we go. The the pre-fight presser with Tyron Woodley where he's walking up, wearing the the BLM stuff that's that's fine you're you're allowed to express your opinion mm-hmm. but i thought he was a complete asshole of those reporters where he was pulling the old uh Marshawn Lynch routine and they're asking him legitimate questions and he just going all i know is black lives matter i'm just happy that black lives matter um and then he refused to wear a mask when he was being weighed in which i'll explain why that matters at the end of this discussion so then you've got Covington on the other end, and he's like, I dedicate this fight to all the first responders and, you know, the, uh, the police officers out there. And, and he wasn't really talking too much shit going into this fight. So I'm like, okay, maybe he's kind of softened the gimmick a little bit. Um, and maybe he can finally start to get some people behind him if he gets a good win here. Mm. And he beat the shit out of Tyrone Woodley for the entire fight. Um, yeah, it was domination. Woodley promised to everybody that he was going to let his hands go, and he did the exact same thing he's done the last three fights. He backed himself into the cage. Covington mixed it up with great boxing, with uh, head kicks, taking him down. Takedowns. Everything. Yep. Uh, complete package. Covington, his cardio is second to none, and the volume he throws is just astounding. But the thing is, that the one – weakness in his game is he has no power i mean he hits guys with seven thousand punches every fight <laughs> and nobody looks like they're going down at all man 
Yeah, not um, even close. And the fight ends on the ground. Uh, Woodley's trying to go for a guillotine. He kind of turns the other way, and he goes, ow, ow, my rib, my rib. And he taps out. <laughs> and, and he's like, did he, get, did he get a stretcher job, or did they walk him out of there? No, he walked out. Okay. Uh, before that, he he complained about a nut shot, and the ref said, no, nah, dude, keep going. Mm-hmm. And then he got an eye poke, and it – he milked that. It seemed like he was milking it. And watching this guy in the cage, I felt like he was looking for a way out of this fight the entire fight. I, he wasn't even looking at Covington at certain points in the fight. He was looking outside the cage to something else. I mean, there's all this bad blood, and he tries to touch gloves with him in the beginning, and then he tries to touch gloves with him in the fifth round. I, I just don't understand this, you know? Um, when we talk about that fire and that heart and everything uh, – I don't think this guy has it anymore. I don't think he said today he's going to keep fighting, but it's, it's like, no. dude, uh, just to come. He's been dominated now for 15 straight rounds. He froze Mike. Can you hear me? Yep. Froze. <laughs> okay. We're still good. We're good. He's been dominated <laughs> now for 15 straight rounds. Uh, it was just, Terrible. Yeah. Yep. Frozen again. Okay. Yeah, 20. Willie is done. He's done, bro. Like, I don't even know why he's still fighting, why he wants to fight. Like you said, he doesn't look like he wants to be in there. He's looking for excuses to get out of there. Milk that eye poke. It's just – it's probably just for money now at this point. I mean, I think he – at this point, I think he's a better rapper than a fighter. So – and that's saying a lot right there. Yeah. <laughs> what did you take away from this, Rich? Yeah, I mean, the same thing, man. It's like fucking uh, Woodley when Kamaru Usman just fucking smothered him like a fucking wet blanket. You see, you you could see the life come out of him. And then Gilbert Burns did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Colby Covington, you know, you, you okay, for, I mean, okay, I hate the gimmick, right? I think it's cheesy. Um you know, at times it's a little racist where he's calling all the Brazilians a bunch of filthy animals in Brazil, which is kind of ballsy. Um, you know, but a lot of people are saying that he's not like that, you know, outside of the cage when the cameras are off. He's like a fucking shy, humble, you know, nice guy, which I've also heard. Um, and putting all the gimmick and all the dumb shit he says and the MAGA stuff, whether you're Trump or not. Yeah, you know, putting all that shit aside, right. he's a fucking badass fighter, dude. I hate to admit it. Yeah, but he impressed the fuck out of me. Um, he looked really lean when he weighed in. I, I, he looked really good. His body looked really good. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. he fucking put it on him like I've never seen. Tyron was one hundred percent looking for a way out. He fucking found it with that with that <clears throat> um, rib injury, but I'll tell you what. Uh, I've been in that position in wrestling a million times, and that's happened to me one time. And you feel, you feel like your fucking life is about to end, bro. Yeah. You can't fucking breathe. You can't stand. You can't think. You can't blink. You know, the, the, the fact that he recovered that fast and he was able to stand is pretty astonishing. But mm-hmm. I, think, I think he quit. Um, but although I've been there before, so um, – he was done. He was getting dominated. Uh, and then it looked like Co- Covington was just barely about to pick up the pace on his ass and just fucking finish him anyway. The fourth round was a 10-8 on all the judges' scorecards. And he outstruck him in that round like 114-4, to four, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah. But here's the thing. Um, after the fight, like I said about Covington, uh, he fucked it up, man. Like, he puts, cuts this post-fight promo – he goes into WWE mode and starts talking about how Trump's going to die. I, I turned it off because I just – I don't want to hear that bullshit. Um, you know, like I said, you're, you're allowed to have your opinion and express whatever you want to express. But mm-hmm. when, you, when, you, when you lay it on heavy like that, I think you just turn off the audience, man. And, and that's – and then his exchange with Kamaru Usman at the end of this fight was fucking Dude. Im- embarrassing dude that was fucking crazy i was embarrassed for him you know that was a 10-8 for usman dude (laughs) covington's like you're dead you're dead you're running for me and usman you got lucky really 
really? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I broke your face. <laughs> he said, he's like, yeah, you said that last time. What happened? I broke yeah. your face. <laughs> broke your uh, face. Uh, <laughs> he's saying it. I liked how calm Usman was. <laughs> Usman was so calm. He was he like, was. but I broke your face. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then he's looking at the girl. The, I forget her name. I forget what her name is. The the announcer girl. I forget. And he looks at her like, but I broke. Yeah, that face. was great. <laughs> he's like, but the gimmick thing is, it's just it's annoying at this point. No, it's low right hanging fruit. He knows people will hate that shit, but everyone knows it's all fake too. Like it's not his real personality, and yeah. he just went overboard. And at the end of the fight, I could have swore I heard him say "white power," but I don't know. Oh, I, nah, I read it, it back. He didn't, but <laughs> nah, I, I rewinded it and it did. He didn't, but I, I could have swore he did. And then he's calling out Street Judas instead of Street Jesus. This guy is a clown, dude. I don't think he can beat um, Usman. Definitely not. And I don't think he can beat uh, Street Jesus. I don't even think he can beat Leon Edwards. He's a I good think he fighter. Can definitely he's definitely beat Leon Edwards. I don't think Definitely. so. He, he's technical. He's got cardio. He's got all that, but he has no power. Yeah, but you know what he does, man, is he overwhelms you, and then you feel like you feel like you don't know what to do because there's punches are coming from top, bottom, side, middle, uppercuts, fucking upside down, elbows, and then he's rushing you, and then he's pushing you into the cage, and then he's like, you know, his foot is – like he, he had more leg kicks than I've ever seen him against uh, Woodley this time. Yeah. Um, but uh, what I was going to say was, um, I would like to see, um, the Masvidal Covington fight. Uh, yeah, that would too. be a, that would be a good one. What I did, what I did notice though, is like, is like Kobe tries so hard to be that persona in the, in the, in the post post fight, uh, interview, he actually complimented, uh, Tyron Woodley. I don't know if you caught that. Somebody said something to him, and he goes, yeah, he was a great champion, but all champions' yes. uh, runs come to an end or something like that. I mean, he mm -hmm. th for, a, for a split second, he wasn't fucking MAGA. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's – that's. I think that's the real him. I think that's who he really wants to be. But, but so many people bought into the hate that he's like, this is what it's got to be, and that's it, you know? So yeah, he's running with it. You know, he gets eyes on it. I think um, the bigger question, though, is because Covington's probably going to be in the mix, you know, it's, it's in some capacity. What's next for Woodley? I mean, is he just be a gatekeeper at this point? I don't think he should be fighting top ten competition anymore. He should retire. <laughs> he should have retired, like, his last fight against Burns. For, for those of you that didn't see that, of course yeah. you wouldn't. I did a butterfly sign with my hands, and he just let him fly away. And the important part is Rich pick Woodley, so. <laughs> I know. The, I, that's the biggest takeaway from this. I just wanted, to, I just wanted hate to win. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so. Mike, you're frozen, bro. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can frozen you hear me? Can you no, hear I me? think he's doing the robot. Book. <laughs> <laughs> it's dope. Can you uh, hear me? You froze yeah. like a son of a gun. God damn it. Okay. So anyhow, uh, Woodley refused to wear the mask at the weigh-ins. Mm -hmm. Then he's in the hospital, and he's filming himself on Instagram getting wheeled in the hospital. He couldn't have looked more like a bitch. <laughs> he's, like, demanding to get a mask. And he's like, oh, this shit's real, guys. You got to wear your mask at all times. But he wouldn't do that at the, at the, at the weigh-ins. So, what the fuck's wrong with this guy, dude? Like, well, I mean, it's kind of stupid that they're wearing a mask at the weigh-ins, bro. They're gonna be like, right in each other's face, hugging, bleeding, sweating, right on that guy. Like, why are you wearing a mask for that weigh-in? That's fucking doesn't make any sense. At a hospital when there's a bunch of people and a bunch of shit flying around, then of course you want to wear a mask. You know. I think it's more of him just trying to be a dick, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even Covington was wearing a mask at the weigh-in, dude. Was it a, a MAGA mask? I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, shoot the news here real quick.
Conor McGregor was arrested in France oh, shit. for an alleged sexual assault allegation. Obviously, denying this. Um, How many is this? Like three, four? And the funny thing is, Dana White says, I've got something exciting for Conor coming up soon. We talked about it and we're excited. And I'm like, he's, he doesn't care at all if you get in any kind of legal trouble. I'll tell you that. No, I mean, they signed Greg Hardy. That tells you something right there. Exactly. As long as you can fight in your name, they don't give a shit. You can do whatever you want. Rape, fucking run into people drunk driving, shoot your guns off, do coke, do 100%. steroids, and still be good. And, and freeze when you're trying to run a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I heard everything on your um, end, Ryan. I'll so tell you what. Good. I'll tell you what. Here's my. Okay, cool. Here, here's my here's my take on uh, the Conor McGregor situation, and I'm gonna try to be as uh, unbiased as I can because mm. I love Conor's gorgeous uh, uh i won't say it i won't say it out loud but uh, you know what i'm talking about mm. um i i was listening to um michael bisping speak mm. on this and he had kind of the same thoughts that i did uh he pretty much said that when you're as big as conor mcgregor um a lot of people want you a lot of people want your your fame and a lot of people want you to you know to to fall um and he said, I am not condoning any of those actions, which which I don't either. Obviously, none of us do. But he said, you know, you got to give the guy the benefit of the doubt because, you know, if these people are just trying to get, a, you know, a, a settlement, you know, that that's the easy money for them, you know, for somebody that big. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I'm not condoning that shit, man. If he if he really is, he really is raping and fucking doing stupid shit, bro. Like, I'll be the first one to jump off that bandwagon for sure, bro. And that's and that's straight up, but but I that's, mean that's good to hear. No, <laughs> but but I was also I was also listening to um, I was also listening to uh, Frozen Again Hard. I was also listening to um, to uh, DC, and he said that one time they actually went out with Conor McGregor, and. The amount of security and people trying to get at him was n something like they'd never seen. Like it was like fucking Michael Jackson or, or something like that. So he can see how a lot of that stuff, people are just coming after you, which is, yeah. I mean, I've said it before, man, because I'm backing him up. But when you're that big, dude, people fucking will do anything to fucking get your name. With no, that I name, get dude. that. But after like the third or fourth time, then you start thinking like, shit, you know, this where there's smoke, there could be fire. And at the same time, then why are you putting yourself in that position to have those allegations against you? You know, like, I think it's choices that he makes. I it, mean, I don't, I don't disagree <clears throat> with that, but at the same time, what if you're, what if you're Conor McGregor and you're in a fucking nightclub or something with your, with your entourage and you're in your fucking, you know, private suite and somebody says, Hey, take a picture with me. And he's there hugging somebody. And then all of a sudden that picture's that lady says, oh, he raped me in the bathroom right after that picture. It's like, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? So, Right. So what you're saying is uh, Connor mean, was set up and John Jones wasn't. <laughs> exactly. well, see, well, see, here's the every, thing. Here's every the thing time. That, Mike, all four times she was set up. No, but here's the thing with that, bro. Where's the, where's the proof? John Jones is proof. There's fucking video or whatever the fuck of him. <laughs> fleeing a car wreck with a pregnant lady coming back grabbing the cocaine and the money and fucking running again and there's well, a shoulder cam of him being all fucked up in albuquerque with drunk with a yeah, gun calling, oh yeah calling cops pigs and fucking everything like that well you there know. was witnesses on connor's uh last assault case not this one that said only, that him and like three other dudes carried this chick away and put her in the suv you know but that one kind of just went away too Oh, That's they what? knew her, bro. They were playing a, a prank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, uh, we got Rich's girl, Carla Esparza, taking on Amanda Ibez. That should be a good one. Yeah. I think so, too. Uh, I think so, too. I appreciate that you called her my friend on that one. <laughs> there you uh, go. But, yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it should be a good one. I think that uh, Carla is definitely – She's yeah, I'm picking her for sure. She's definitely on the way up. 
Um, I think she has a lot uh, to do to work on her striking. I think her striking is um, where she's lacking the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I think that's where the game has evolved. Like, because you got somebody like Zhang Wei Li, or like even like I'm just I know this is a different weight class, but like Amanda Nunez or like you know even the Bullet, like their fucking striking is just like yeah. unfucking Top matchable, match. dude. Un- yeah. Unfucking matchable, and you know, and they can you know grapple or whatever. Carla has really good grappling, but um, we'll see. I think it'll be a fun fight, man. I can't wait. But her last fight, she did look good in her stand up. She made she some did. good, yeah, punches, and she looked really good, improved. So apparently they're working on a fight for Leon Edwards, and it's going to be Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Uh, I think that's good. I, I don't think Leon Edwards, even though he's won eight in a row, I don't think he's beaten anybody in the top ten other than – did he beat Damian Maya? Is that the one? I think he did. I think so. I think everybody yeah. has, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean – you're not wrong. I mean, I mean, I, I, I think the problem with Leon Edward, Edwards is that we haven't seen him, right? Like, because of the COVID thing, and he was stuck in England or wherever he's from. Yeah. He couldn't get he couldn't get over. He couldn't go to Fight Island. So, I mean, those kind of things are just kind of holding you up. And especially with Dana White, you heard him. Like, I bet you Hamzat's fighting for fucking thirty two cents, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And. And Dana's like, yeah, bitch, do it. Here's fucking 40 cents. Go do it. You know? Yeah. So he's definitely not paying that guy like a fucking top-level fighter, even though he's doing top-level shit. Rafael Dos Anjos, Gunnar Nelson, Cowboy, Cowboy, Peter Sabota, Brian Barberina. Those are his last. Oh, Vicente Luque. Yeah, oh, wow. that was the one, Mike. Dos, Dos one. Nachos. Yeah. I mean, there's still it's still eight like eight and zero in his last fights. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Colby Covington calling RDJ Rafael Dos Nachos is the best thing he's ever said, <laughs> hands down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So apparently they're gonna book a BMF two fight. Nate Diaz, Jorge Mastival, uh they're in the talks for it. It's horrible. That's gross. Uh, Chel Sonnen was talking about this, and so was DC, and they both agreed that the UFC should pivot. There he goes. Make... There he goes again. My hair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Chel Sonnen and DC were both saying they should pivot to um, Mastival and Covington. Covington. Yes, I agree. I, I absolutely I agree 100%. And I think the winner of that fight... That other fight wasn't fight. even close. Yeah. yeah that other fight, uh, Masvidal and um, Covington should be a number one contenders match. All right. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. And I don't disagree with you guys. I was listening to DC and Helwani earlier today, and they pretty much said the same thing. Helwani said the same thing. He's like, uh, we saw the BMF fight, and yeah. we all saw how it how it started and ended. So dominating. But let me ask you this question. Do you think that uh, Nate Diaz versus Masvidal 2 brings in more money for the UFC than Covington Masvidal? I do. That's hard because Kobe has his magatards and the people that hate him that want to see him lose. So, and the Diaz brothers are kind of, they were big, but I think they're kind of fading away. They don't fight enough. Nate Diaz got his ass kicked the last time he fought. It wasn't even close, dude. That too. Right, right. And I think Covington. I'm sorry. Dana White's about money. Dana White is about money. But I think Covington really made a name for himself after this fight, dude. I really do. Um, He hung in there against Usman. It was a close fight. He destroyed Woodley. Um, I think – I don't know. It's, it's tough to say. I mean, Nate Diaz does bring in a lot of money, but we all know what we'd rather see as fight fans. Um, yeah. I'd rather see Covington, um, Masvidal, but I, I still am. I love the Diaz brothers. Uh, I, like, I, like, I like who they are. I like how real they are. I like how dirty they are. I like how they don't give a fuck and they'll just fight anybody. Fucking Nate. Nick, wait, Nick. Which one's Nick. the old one? Nick. 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 Yeah. After five years, he's talking about coming back. 
Like, and he doesn't give a fuck. He'll just jump in there and they'll put him in with the big dogs. And, you know, he might fucking win that fight. It's That's what's crazy about it is he might act, they might actually win the fight. Like, nobody expected fucking Nick Diaz, Nate Diaz to beat Conor McGregor. Nobody did. Yeah, uh, I did, but. Well, besides you. <laughs> but, I, was, I was hoping he did. Well, you were hoping, but you didn't expect and, and... it. You didn't think it was going to go down like that, bro. If you're if you're telling I thought the it truth, could've. No, if you're telling the truth, you you thought Conor McGregor was probably gonna beat him. You didn't want to see it, but you thought no. Conor McGregor was probably gonna beat him. No, I thought he was gonna get tapped out like he did. Man, get the fuck out of here. He's going <laughs> against a world class <laughs> jujitsu guy, bro. Get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> this this hate is too much. See, that's the problem with you, Ryan. You no, I, I'm serious. Bro, I'm serious. You can't I never bought into the, the I never drank the Kool-Aid and bought into the hype of McGregor. <laughs> You never, you can't put your hate to the side, bro. Everybody it's on the planet, hate, bro. Ninety-nine point nine. I knew it was gonna go down like the that. The world thought Conor McGregor was gonna win that fight. No, and he didn't, and he didn't, and he didn't. So that's what I'm saying. When when the Diaz brothers fight, there's always a chance that they can pull something off. Like like I honestly, he was getting fucked up by Masvidal, but I honestly thought, dude, if it goes down to the ground, let me just see it go down to the ground. I want to see it on the ground. And it, it never went there, but you know, I'm just saying, there's always, there's always that chance, you know. Like, it was like, just like absolutely dominated, bro. It was not even close. No, the thing is, he too, was. the storyline is there with 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 Massivall and um, uh, Covington, former roommates, yeah. former teammates, a lot of mm -hmm. bad blood, a lot of shit talking. Uh, it makes all the yep. sense in the world to make that fight happen. It's just, I don't know. That's just the way I see it. I think it would bring in just the same amount of numbers, if not more, because of Kobe is, like, polarizing. People hate him, and then they got these maggotards that love him, you know? Yeah. So, uh, Dustin <laughs> was supposed to fight um, Tony Ferguson. That deal fell through. Uh, then they tried – they signed Michael Chandler from Bellator. Mm-hmm. They tried to make a Poirier-Chandler fight. They still couldn't come to terms on the money. And so now what we have here is a very intriguing thing. If Khabib or um, uh, Gaethje, so thank you, cannot make that fight, Michael Chandler is now being plugged into a championship fight, his first fight. And That's, I can't believe that. He is the backup. Yeah, well, what I heard, too, was Dustin Poirier, he didn't want to screw over Ferguson. That's why he didn't take the fight. That's what he said. You know, these guys had their each other's back because even Ferguson was, like, telling Dana White, yeah. you know, just pay him and we'll yeah. fight. Yeah. And, and then Poirier was supposed to fight the other dude, and he was like, nah, that's fucked up to Tony. So, then, What do you take away from this, Rich? Do you think Chandler should be the alternate in this fight? Uh, I have I have two emotions about that. Yes and no. Yes, because um, he's he's Bellator's top guy, and it, and we're just gonna prove to everybody that the UFC is the fucking better organization, the fucking varsity team, the fucking division one, not division ninety. Put Chandler in there, let him get fucked up, let him go home with his fucking tail between his legs, so fucking Dana White can tell Scott Coker to get the fuck out of here with his fighters. You know what I mean? <laughs> but then uh, at, the same, at the same time, it's like, you know, give the guy a fucking warm-up fight, bitch. Damn. Yeah. 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 Can you imagine that? He's going in there against Khabib. Dude. Uh, or even Gaethje. Yeah, but I mean, dude, either way. like It's smoked. Yeah. You know, there's a reason why we don't cover Bellator in here because that's well, It's kind of unfair to the other guys that are like right there. That Bellator is just the retirement home for UFC fighters. Mm -hmm. 100%. And every guy that's gone from Bellator to the UFC has gotten fucked up. I mean, look right. at Ben Askren. He dominated in Bellator. And he came there. He had a questionable win against Robbie Lawler. He got <laughs> he got knocked out in devastating fashion yeah. by Jorge Massival. And then he got dominated by Damian Maya. You know? So, yeah. uh, I mean, I mean, they all did, like, like uh, Benson Henderson was such a fucking beast in Strike Force, and he was a beast 
at Bellator and nobody could fucking, you know, he, his, you know, his leg kicks and his agility and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then he gets to the fucking UFC and, you know, he, he was kind of on top for a little bit with, with Perez and them. And at the um, beginning he was good. Yeah. Like kind of like Gil Melendez, same thing. Those guys, those guys, you know, but they came from there and, you know, I was expecting at least one of those guys to get a belt. None of them, none of them got the strap. DC's the only strap, didn't he? Yes, you're right. Yeah. DC was one guy that came from Strike Force that really dominated right. in the UFC. Um, right. <clears throat> but the last thing, we have uh, uh, Glover Teixeira and the Thiago Santos fight is off because Santos has COVID. Uh, and then DC said he had COVID leading up to the Stipe fight. But I guess he had recovered before they – I hope he didn't throw that out there to try to make an excuse of why he lost. Oh, I couldn't yeah, I train because I was sick. <laughs> yeah. I hope not, too. I, I don't know. I feel yeah. like he threw that little nugget out there to – I wasn't myself. <laughs> you know he didn't I mean? look that sick when he was weighing like 280 pounds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what that's you know? what made him sick, bro, trying to cut fucking – Yeah. Yeah. Okay, That's how he caught COVID. How do, you, how do you start cutting weight just to start cutting weight, bro? I mean, yeah. come on, DC. What the fuck? Yeah, he, he blew up too much, you know. He got too comfortable with it. That COVID weight, bro. <laughs> okay. That COVID 50. Before we get out of here, <laughs> uh, let's, shit. Uh, let's preview next week's uh, UFC 253. I, I, I won't go into the undercard. Um, I just won't. So You're not going to pick – I, we will when we do our little texty room, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I fucking know who these guys are because I don't, you know? Yeah. Um, so let's just talk about the top two fights here. Uh, and you got Jan Blakovich taking on Dominic Reyes for the it's, vacant light heavyweight championship. It's Blakovich. No. Oh, yeah, Blakovich. <laughs> no, go ahead. Sorry. I No, dude, you're right. Um, I feel funny about this fight, man. I feel like everything says Dominic Reyes should win, but I mm -hmm. feel like he's way overconfident and he's kind of underestimating Blakovich and his power. What do you guys think? Go ahead, Rich. Go ahead. Um, you know what's weird? You know what's weird? I kind of feel the same way, Mike, but it's it's I don't feel like um. Like uh, Dominic Reyes is like an Anthony Smith, where, where like, his heart isn't into it or anything like that. I yeah. think Dominic Reyes beat Jones. I think Dominic Reyes is still on top. I don't think he's gonna fall from grace like we've seen these other guys. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think uh, I think uh, Dominic Reyes wins the fight. I think he's um, I wouldn't necessarily say. <clears throat> dominating like fucking 10 8 rounds but i think he wins i think he wins every uh round and i think he he uh moves up he's you know gets his his uh his swag back i think he gets his swag back go ahead Ryan. yeah i think the same thing i mean i i know that feeling you're talking about mike like he's kind of overlooking him like he already has it in the bag yeah but um i i think I think he's still going to win. Um, and I, I also think he beat Jones too. And I think he's going to roll, keep rolling with that momentum and, and, you know, get the strap. It's kind of hard to pick against him. You know, yeah. he's, I'm, I'm also officially, he's been on top. And he, yeah. But I just, I hope yeah, it's a, just more talk to hype the fight and it's not him uh, underestimating Blakovich is all I'm saying. But I do think Dominic Reyes is going to win. And the main event, and we'll start with you, Ryan, Israel Adesanya defending the middleweight championship against Paula Costa. Go ahead, Ride Dog. How do you see it playing out? Oh, man, I think this is going to be – I think it's going to be a great fight, man. I mean, these guys both are undefeated. Um, you got a big, strong beast versus, uh, you know, long, lengthy, wiry guy that can move. Um, I think Stylebender is going to be too much for him. He's going to be too quick. 
too evasive, and um, I think he's going to end up winning the fight, you know? Rich? Um, first of all, Paulo Acosta is a Greek god. Let's not forget uh, that. 100%. Um, yeah. If Paulo Acosta fights Adesanya the way he fought Romero, I, I think that Paulo Acosta could um, – overrun Adesanya. I don't think Adesanya's been hit with bombs like that because he said it himself. The only punch that landed for Romero against him, he said, I never want to get hit like that again. Uh, I think uh, Costa has as much or more power because he's younger than Romero. And if he connects multiple times, I see uh, Adesanya going to sleep. I used to really like Israel Adesanya, but I feel like lately he's kind of – it has this air about him where he's kind of become an obnoxious dude. Are, yeah, are we all I in agree. agreement there? I agree. Yeah, a little bit. I hope he scales that back a bit. I don't want him to start becoming cringe like fucking Cejudo or unlikable like Jones or something like that. But I also have Israel Asada winning this fight. I've been watching a lot of old tape from him, and this kid – his counter punches and his combinations off of a counter are like something I've never seen before. And I just feel like he's going to be too evasive mm-hmm. and too uh, technical, too creative. Uh, even though Paul Acosta's boxing is, is on point. It's really good. His technique is very tight and he's way fucking stronger. Let's be honest. Um, I just feel like yeah. Adesanya is going to be able to be a lot more evasive and, He's going to get the W. I don't see a knockout from this. I, I see Adesanya kind of riding the wave and weathering the storm and, and getting a, a, a decisive uh, five-round victory. I could see a leg kick maybe finishing Costa. Yeah. Because he, he hit point. some weird angles where his kicks and punches come from out of nowhere, and I think that's what's going to be the difference maker. Sure. All right. So well, who's your pick? Who's your pick, Rich? You got uh, Costa. I, uh, I'm. I, uh, fuck. I'm actually. I don't know yet. Uh, ah! <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. I feel like Costa can win, but my heart, my heart, my 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 correct brain says Adesanya just mm-hmm. has too yeah. many tools in the bag. Yeah. But I I just count. I can't count out when when Zeus himself <laughs> m- fucking. <laughs> Puts you together with fucking magical string. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like, how do you go against a, a freak of nature? Dude, the guy's the guy's 240 pounds, and at 240 pounds, he has the greatest fucking six pack you've ever seen in your life. How does he cut that weight? Yeah, that's a good how question, he... Ryan. Because I didn't, I didn't even know he didn't pick. He was very evasive on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna that'll... go. I'm gonna go Costa. Fuck it. All right. There it All is. Right. Boom. So uh, we'll get with you guys next Monday to break, or I'm sorry, you'll hear this podcast next Tuesday to hear our breakdown of USC 253. So for now, guys, download the show on iTunes and uh, Podbean and wherever else you can download it. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'll talk to you guys next week. Later. Later.